This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Previously, our heroes set off to the town of Thundertree to collect master tools and a spellbook from a banshee. Along the way, Alan attacked a giant spider before they discovered it was a friendly druid played by the spider-loving Jamie O'Connor. Forced to send Alan inside to negotiate with the banshee alone, can our heroes survive her inability to emotionally connect with others? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons! Obviously, I'm going to be of no use here because I don't speak Elvish. Quinny, do you speak Elvish? No, I don't. Jacob, do you speak Elvish? Uh, no, unfortunately. Dear God, Alan is going to be our diplomat. Okay, <laughs> I Alan, got this, guys. Let's just lay out some ground rules. Okay. We know it's vain. Okay. So you got to say nice things about how great it looks nice all the time. Okay. You know nice how things. Can I, let me just write this down? Oh, please. <laughs> uh, you know how sometimes you like to point out when nice people are wrong? things. Wrong or crazy or what they say doesn't make sense? Well, it's not that you're wrong. It's just See, infor- this, informing you of the, the correctness. Strong of- theory here. Just, just agree with whatever she said. If it's wrong, as long as it's not like kill your friends. I mean, don't agree with that. But okay. otherwise you don't need to point out grammar mistakes. Agree. Just there. Do I point out grammar mistakes with I, you guys? I don't know. I'm, you no. throw acid on people. I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, if I if I may step in, please. Also, despite what she looks like, don't immediately electrocute her. That's a good point, Jacob. Okay, not not imme- immediately. Like wait for her to okay. do a okay. thing first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's a question for strategy purposes. Do you think it's more impressive in playing to her vanity if Alan asks Quinny to present the comb or if Alan presents the comb? Like, do we want to make a show of it? I could have Goblin Jr. Listen, I just taught Goblin Jr. a trick. <laughs> what if we give jo- Goblin Jr. the comb? I like Goblin Jr. like walk up on his hind legs and then give the comb. I feel like someone whose vein doesn't want a comb out of the mouth of a slobber. No, no, from the hands. That was why I was teaching with the hammer. But we could switch for the comb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that seems slightly condescending. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, listen, this is, this is why we have these meetings. Uh, and I take the table and I put it back on <laughs> the mule. <laughs> Look, I could try and sneak in and give Alan cover, but uh, someone, and I gesture over to Butthole, uh, it won't stop the glowing. This is not me anymore. I've been over this. Really wish I had Dispel Magic. (laughs) I can sneak in with Alan uh, as a tiny animal. That sounds better. Uh, You were looking up animals. Have you figured out one you would like to? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do a cat. I immediately grab Goblin Jr. because he's like going for the cat. (laughs) Uh, I could have done bat or frog, but I feel like cat is the <laughs> No, I'm, I'm fine with it. Goblin yeah. Jr. just love, loves cats. So yeah, I will shape into a cat and follow Alan in, I guess. All right. Oh, I, go, I, I give you the comb. I'm, I'm holding the comb. I give you this. this uh, it's, it's a jeweled silver comb. It's a comb. jeweled silver comb. Yes, okay. Well, I'm a cat. I cannot hold on to that. I'm, I'm assuming like in your mouth or something, or even I could like. Give it to Alan. Well, well, well no. I'll yeah. I'm it. following Alan in just That's to right. be support right. in sorry, case yeah, right, like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I passed over. We're trying to not draw any attention to me, if at all possible. Yeah. Yeah. Quinny and I stand at like the edge of the woods, listening real hard. Yeah. So this combs for the banshee. Yeah. I give. I like. I have the comb in my hand, and you go to take it from me, and I like kind of can't let go of it. Do we want to? Do we want to work out some kind of thing we can do to alert you guys if we need you to? Rush in and back us up. Try shouting help. Okay. Or uh, if you want to order five beers in Southern Dwarfish. You just have to yell, Fringa, and then we'll come out of the woods. Okay. Because I think that's like a safe word. You're not going to, like, you might want to say, we're here to help you, and then we're going to storm and accidentally and drop Fringa yeah. into uh, casual conversation. Uh, no matter how many beers she offers, just take four or six. Don't, don't take five. I might not have the ability to speak, so if you hear a lot of crashing around, maybe. Uh, do you know what? We'll use that in. as our fallback. Yeah. 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 You venture into the uh, sort of canopy of, uh, of vines and trees. And you notice that a home of sorts is sheltered within the dome of woven branches. I can't believe you guys are letting me go here. Good luck. (laughs) Alan, uh, this is uh, 
know, it's a very sparsely uh, decorated home. Some chests, shelves, table. Uh, there's sort of an old uh, reclining couch uh, that, that looks very um, very time-worn. It would have been very fancy once, but uh, mm. now it's, it's seen better days. You can tell everything in here is very old, and uh, you recognize uh, of elven design. After a few seconds of kind of uh, looking around, uh, your skin goes very, very cold, uh, unless you're covered in fur, in which case, you know, you're... You're fine. It's, Meow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Uh, the air grows cold and a powerful feeling of dread grips you. And I say, what What a beautiful home. It's so much nicer than my home was. Thank you. You hear a sort of wispy voice come across your ears and a pale, cold light flickers in the air, rapidly taking on the form of uh, a withered female elf with her hair and robes waving in a spectral wand. Wind wand. Uh, she might have been beautiful once, but a hateful expression twists her features now. What do you want here? Do you not know it is death to seek me out? Uh, my, my, my beautiful elven sister, I have come to offer you this comb, which, which may further enhance your already beautiful beauty. All right, uh, I'm going to need you to roll me a persuasion check, which is a charisma-based one, so good luck. Uh, and I'll give you advantage because you've got the comb. Okay, so 16 total. So the Banshee seems very pleased by this gift. <gasps> oh, what a beautiful comb and so well-spoken. Uh, it sort of takes the comb and puts it in its hair, and like the comb is somehow more hideous now mm -hmm. than, than than it was. Uh, and then the, uh, the Banshee turns its eyes on the cat and says, Oh, and what a beautiful cat. Perhaps you could give it to me in exchange for riches. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> and I just whisper, they told me to agree with everything she said. <laughs> Please take this cat as a humble offering. So the uh, it's not strengthening the bond between <laughs> Alan and Yakov. <laughs> hey, I'm just following the rules you guys laid out. That's true. We're, we're not here to assist, so no. we can't say anything. So the uh, banshee reaches out um, with a finger and begins to to stroke the cat, uh, or at least is going to attempt to stroke the cat. As its fingers get closer to you, you can sort of start to your vision starts to blur a little bit. You get the sense that uh, being touched by this thing is not a great idea. I arch my back and hiss. Oh, I like this one. Oh, uh, and it, <laughs> it, uh, it reaches out uh, quickly. So can you roll me a, uh, a reflex save? So I guess a dexterity save, please. Uh, nat 20 plus one. Well, the natural 20 was good enough yeah. for me. <laughs> it grabs you, but it hurts itself. <laughs> so you, you very nimbly slip under its, uh, under its fingers, and uh, the banshee seems more amused than upset by it. Okay. And it's like, ah, yes, clever creature. <laughs> Because uh, it knows full well that it, it would have just drained your life and it decides to kind of leave you alone. Okay, cool. It's had its fun and says, well, I appreciate your gifts, Sister Elf. Sister Half-Elf, I assume? Yes, but my elvish side is my pride. Ah, yes, it is the more beautiful side. I know you seek very many things. You may ask me but one question and I will give you an answer. None of us are here. We can't help you. like, yeah. oh, shit. Can't, uh, can't help you. Um... Sister Elf, I've heard that uh, you have in your possession a spellbook with great powers, and I must assume that you are already all-knowing and all-powerful. Might I have the spellbook as a token to a Sister Elf? Uh, so she, she kind of laughs and she says, Ah, I remember that. Good reading. The spellbook of Bow Gentle the Wizard. And she chuckles to herself. She says that uh, she actually traded the book to a necromancer uh, named Cernoth in the city of Erebor more than 100 years ago, and she does not know what's become of it afterwards. However, uh, she does have, and she sort of um, opens a chest and sort of loots through it. She did uh, tear a page out of it uh, back when she thought she would still have use of such things. Uh, so she gives it to you, and it is the spell Dispel Magic, which you can now use yes! once you've uh, had some time to meditate <laughs> on it. She thanks you for the comb and then uh, fades slowly out of existence. I run out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just backing away saying, thank you, thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Never return. Okay. <laughs> and I turn around and bolt. <laughs>
So you successfully uh, obtained the information that uh, Sister Grail needed. So next time you're back in uh, Fandelver, if you want to let her know sure where the book is, appreciate it. Well, yep. yeah, the only one who knows is yeah. Alan. For successfully um, getting the uh, answer out of Agatha, you each get 50 XP. Woohoo! We did nothing. Does that include the people in the woods? Um, you all came up with the plan, uh, so I'm going to allow that. I suspect if uh, Moonhammer was brought up, that likely she wouldn't have given you anything. So uh, by abstaining, you also earned your cool nice, earned your worth. Hey guys, did I do good? Did you get the comb back? <laughs> um, I I thought the comb was the gift. Right, but I mean, you you got you the kept, you got you the magic the book. And you got the information about the magic book? I, I, I got a spell book, and I, I found out where, where the magic book is. It was She, she uh, traded it to, to a guy named Cernoth. When? Uh, like a week ago? About 100 years ago. Oh, fuck me! Okay, no, 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 we got, we got info. We can go back to uh, Sister Grail and be like, no go. <laughs> so I'm happy. I think, I think you rocked it. We didn't get murdered. This cat looks super great. Took good care of him. <laughs> you didn't witch bolt the cat. That's 90% of the battle. Nope. You didn't wish bolt or acid anybody. Do you know what? I think we're underselling this moment. I am so proud of you. Thanks. Thanks, butthole. Yeah. So uh, my question then uh, to you, Jacob, is uh, did you want to do anything else about the Banshee or are you content to leave it in its lair? Uh, I'm going to leave it there for now. I have a feeling I might circle back once mm. I park company with these guys. All right. Cool. Uh, but I don't need to murder an undead thing directly in front of them. <laughs> I feel yeah, like they're I kind of freaked know. out by me enough as it is. <laughs> Fair Just enough. immediately murdering something that gave them what they asked yeah. for might not be the best look. If, if you want to go back and get that comb, Jacob, you let me know. <laughs> well, I'm still in cat form as well, so yeah, I'm just right. uh, rubbing up against Quinny's legs. Cool. You're able to, uh, to continue on um, from uh, Agatha's lair uh, up towards Thunder Tree. Thunder Tree um, has been your base of operation, one of the many bases of operations, Jacob, that you've you've had uh, in this area. Um, you haven't explored the whole town, uh, largely because, uh, as you explained to uh, your new friends, it is infested with ash zombies, which are um, un- an unfortunate result of a uh, some seismic activity and uh, one ill-fated wizard's attempts to control it. So you're pretty good at sneaking around those things, but basically you kind of found what you needed on the edge of town, and you were fully content to just kind of use that as your your operating base okay. uh, until the dragon showed up. So nope. now that the dragon's here, causing a bit of a ruckus. So follow-up question for you, Jacob. The dragon, is this in the town? Is it near the town? You're the expert. Yep. So uh, Jacob is able to give you sort of that uh, that amount of information. Um, We've got a map in front of us here. To, to re- reminder for those listeners at home, uh, anytime Tom shows us anything visual, you'll be able to find an image of this on our Instagram. We'll also describe it here so you know what we're talking about. Jacob, you're able to kind of explain. You kind of took up residence in the uh, southwest corner of town. Yeah, and the Dragon's Keep is basically directly kitty corner across. Yeah, us. it's it's in the uh, sort of north... Northeast. Uh, northeast corner. So just north of your hideout, you know there are some uh, blighted cottages and shops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that uh, one of the big problems in this area are twig blights. They're these little small sort of uh, stick creatures that are more of an inconvenience than okay. a genuine threat unless they group up. Okay. So you know that generally speaking, there are a bunch of these things uh, throughout the town. So the big problems are the ash zombies and those. Okay. So, Yaka, before we go to this dragon... There's sort of two places we're looking for. I'm a mercenary. Life and death are sort of a thing. We sort of, if we're going to fight a dragon, we could lose you and thus your knowledge. We could lose any of us. Mm-hmm. We need to know where the blacksmith's is and where the alchemy shop is. Uh, well, those would be around in the uh, west part of town, kind so, of the Midwest part of town. But they're not really in any way operate. Like this town has been destroyed for a long Oh, long yeah. Time. No, no, no. We just have some inside info about some stuff we're sort of here looking oh, for. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, those would be uh, over there in what used to be the uh, the shopping district. Also, we got this pack mule. Uh, this thing don't fight so good, uh, and it's a rental, so I... Uh, you can leave it at my house. <laughs> Perfect. That's... You know what? You're a nice guy. I like this. Um, well, I like mules. <laughs> you guys I, are... Yeah. Do you know what? As long Why? as we're keeping the mule safe, everybody wins. I've got a question for Jakob. Quinny's wondering about like if the dragon keeps any kind of schedule leaving the keep to go do other things or like when it rests and sleeps or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Is there any kind of predictable behavior that we can get at? I know that different colors of dragons have different, uh, yep. for lack of a better word, affinity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would I, if I, would a nature a green, check yeah, green dragon. Uh, help me know what a green dragon yeah, is? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to lean over to Quinny and say, Quinny, 
You've been healed by the dragon god. Do you know anything of green dragons? No. Or dragons in general? It's all fucking bullshit to me. Um, So I think I know literally everything in the world about dragons, because that's my second nat 20 today. Nice. Uh, So 22 total uh, nature check on the dragon. Great. So uh, you know it's a green dragon. Uh, It does seem young. It's uh, it's a lot smaller than uh, dragons you've previously seen. Okay. That tells you a number of things about it. Uh, you know it won't be as powerful as other dragons, and it may also be more skittish. Okay. Uh, it's not, you know, a dragon that's been living under a mountain for a thousand years. It's a young dragon that's mm-hmm. setting up its new yeah, kind of yeah, layer. Yeah, yeah, It's territory. Yeah. Uh, green dragons, you know, spit poison. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, as well as you flame, so which you encountered earlier. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're aware of It's a really good freestyling dragon, guys. The, uh, <laughs> spit poison. Fucking mad poison. You know the poison breath uh, is the dragon Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to always be this guy, but knowing that you know something about dragons, do you think we can actually take this thing? Because I've heard a lot of talk about how nasty dragons can get. Yeah, uh, if it was grown, I'd say no. But I think the four of us can kill a baby. I agree to infanticide. <laughs> Have you seen him, Mom? This is a serious follow-up <laughs> question because I don't want this to be like, oh, we're going to take a bear cub and then there's just a bear right there. That's a horrible thing. No, from what I've noticed, it's young enough, it's old enough that it's out of the nest, but it's not so old that it's, you know, fully competent and fully established. Yeah, and dragons are are intelligent in, uh, in the D&D universe, so they, uh, they're also, um, and I think all of you would probably know this, but they're very greedy and they're very jealous. They can talk, right? Yeah, they can, yeah. They can speak. So you don't see a lot of dragons living in communities with each other mm-hmm. because they would get jealous of each other's hordes mm-hmm. and end up fighting each other for what gold and, and wealth there is. Okay, I think I've got a plan if we're, if we're all into this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw it out there. We know that there's a fancy, expensive heirloom in the alchemy shop because we learned that from Myrna. We know roughly where the dragon's lair is because Jakob knows where it is. What if we use the statue as bait for a trap? I mean, it's been here a couple days. There's a decent chance it already has it. Okay, that's also valid. (laughs) But we could try this plan. Otherwise, we could just theoretically ambush it. If it's in a cave or something, like you wait outside for it to come out, we do something to draw it out. Uh, yeah, what kind of building is it? Ro- yeah, like, is so it let me, let me give you the, uh, the rundown of, uh, of Thunder Tree as, as written in the book of adventure. So ahead of you um, in the middle of the settlement rises a steep hill upon which stands a stone tower with a partially collapsed roof and an adjoining cottage, which you've noticed is where the dragon has kind of taken up its uh, residence. Oh, I just realized, uh, I guess I've wild shaped out of cat form because I've been <laughs> talking to everyone and saying things. So I, think I guess you've been I talking that. at us. We figured out rhythmic blinking. It's like we all speak sign language now. Yeah, I guess when we got to my house, uh, I would have shifted it. Mm-hmm. Cool. For the rest of you, as you uh, come up uh, the dirt trail to to the house, you notice that uh, Jacob had put up a giant sign that said, uh, danger, plant monsters and zombies, turn back now. Uh, that's been uh, remarkably effective. I think it was in your early days of, of exploring. You're like, it was worth it. And you feel happy that uh, you came to town with him because that probably would have been a pretty solid solid deterrent if, uh, right. if you'd been, been up on your own. I chuckle heartily and pat my Warhammer. And then I just look to the sky and point. And I'm like, no, oh, you Moonhammer. You got my back. <laughs> yeah, so the... Um, Can you turn undead? Oh, yeah. Nice. Full cleric. That will come in very handy. Well, we'll see. <laughs> so <laughs> If it's just twig monsters and a dragon, I'm yeah. not going to be that useful. The tower that the dragon has taken up residence in seems to be in a decently good condition, although half the roof is gone. Uh, you can see there's some arrow slit windows visible in the tower, and you can't help but notice the sort of acrid smell in the air outside uh, outside in town. Not so much inside your cottage, because mm-hmm. you, you know... You... So I'm going to defer to Jakob to lead us, because he seems to know the most of the area. I'll pull up the rear with Goblin Jr., because without a rear guard, Alan's been shot a lot of times. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to say we should all try to move as quietly as possible, because we don't want to be attracting attention of the plant monsters and the zombies. I nod and fart my agreement very right. loudly. If I've got my cloak on, does, does my glowing go over the cloak, or does my cloak contain the glowing? Uh, the glowing... It goes over your cloak. Yeah, You're glowing the whole way. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm just going to roll a stealth check to make sure. Sure, yeah, do it up. Everyone should, or? It's up to, it's up to you guys. Um, 11 plus, that would be dex, right? So 12 total for me. Fuck me, 15. 
Seven total. Hey guys, I did so good back there. <laughs> so yes, Alan is uh, is unfortunately rather uh, rather loud. Um, I just look over and glare. <laughs> Alan <But> like resignedly. <laughs> Alan spots an old cannon and fires it. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful. And can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dumdums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Hello everyone, it's Tyler Hewitt here, just taking a little break from the show to let you know that Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. Yeah, did you know that? Have you heard about this? We've got a Patreon, and we've got a bunch of different tiers for you to subscribe at, the lowest one being just $1 per month, and with that you actually get one of my favorite perks, you get access to our patron-only Discord. You got a lot of fans hanging out on there already, it's very active. Uh, we hang out on there, we're active uh, and part of the Discord as well. We've got one of my favorite channels is the Questions for Cast channel where you can ask us about our process, about our characters or anything like that, but also just like personal, you know, kind of get to know us questions as well. Uh, and I like getting to know the fans of our shows uh, on this Discord. So it's been great so far. I highly recommend it. You should head over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. One more time, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you there. Alan makes a noise, but um, uh, sort of uh, with uh, with Jakob uh, taking taking point, he's basically you're keeping them out of 
buildings. Because mm-hmm. what you've noticed is a lot of the ash zombies seem to be pretty localized to okay. the building they're in. Uh, and they tend to become aware when there's a human presence in the room. When there isn't one, they don't really give a shit. Okay. They've been there for a very long time. Is it almost like they're reliving out their previous lives? Yeah, kind of. And it, there's there's a sense that like the power that's trapping them here um, has given them just enough to you know be aware when things are around. But mm-hmm. oftentimes this place is completely abandoned. When okay. it is, they just lie dormant waiting for something to... Cool. And the twig creatures... Um, you kind of you're able to point them out. They look mm-hmm. like regular sticks and twigs. Um, okay. But uh, generally speaking, it's like, hey, that thicket over there—that's a bunch of stick monsters. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't fucking go in that thicket. So, um, what's your what's your plan? You're moving through the town. Uh, are you attempting to get to the keep? What's uh, I think we want to find that alchemy shop. So we're we going to the yeah the if shopping we, okay. district. Piss first. off this dragon. Let's at least have cleared out the buildings of what we need first. Uh, so that's blacksmith's tools and uh, the the statue or whatever the heirloom the is. unknown heirloom. You're able to make it into the shopping district, uh, the former shop district, without any real real danger, uh, largely because Jakob's guiding you. You approach a, a ruined shop uh, that's cluttered with sagging shelves and broken furniture, and uh, there's you know shards of glass and all sorts of pieces that would have been used for alchemy back in the day. From the door, you're able to look in and you see that um, slumped uh, over one counter is uh, an ash zombie, and there's another one against the wall. Neither of them have noticed you yet. All right, uh, if I'm gonna peek in through a window, and you know we see these mm-hmm. ash zombies. Uh, if I'm trying to spot this necklace, can I see it from outside? Uh, no. Uh, from Just from your vantage point, a lot of broken glass, a lot of broken wood, but nothing of value. We got to go in there. And if you remember, um, uh, Myrna did mention that uh, her family managed to hide it. It was in the oh, southeast right. corner. <laughs> oh, good memory. I remember guys. that. Okay, we've done some similar sort of stuff with skeletons before where we just timed attacks. Do we want to just rush them? Like, there's four of us. Like, two take one, two take the other. We just storm the place and smash them. Let's rush them. Yeah. All right. I'll take the one on the floor. Why don't we send our more vulnerable people to deal with the one behind the counter? Because you might be able to, like, Alan can hit it from outside. Yeah. Before we turn, uh, before we go in, I cast Chalet. Yeah. It gives me a, a magic, uh, it summons a magic club. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. It uh, infuses uh, infuses your weapon with all the, the powers of... Nature and allows uh, allows druids to use a regular weapon as though it was their spell. Cool. Okay, so I'll take the one on the floor because then if it rears back and hits me, I can take a hit. Do Alan's we... going from the door. Quinny, do you want to go for counter guy because you can duck behind the counter afterwards? If we go for that one, yeah. do you want to try and get around behind it? Like I can distract it and you sure. flank it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So we'll have Alan zap guy behind counter. I'll go for the zombie on the floor with Goblin Jr. You're going to go for counter and you're just going to go to try and then flank whoever... It's still game, alive. Yeah. 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 Cool. So I'll go first and go right. You go left. He'll be behind you, and yeah. Alan can fire in the gaps. Alan, please don't miss. <laughs> I'll try. Okay, let's agree. Not acid splash if there's a risk of hitting us with acid splash. I'm willing to take the risk. Okay, you can oh. hit Quinny with acid <laughs> splash, but not me. Do you know what? Do what you got to do, Alan. I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking this. <laughs> so if you could uh, all roll me some initiative, please, that would be great. A uh, total of 20, not natural, but a total uh, of 20. Total of three. Total of 12. Uh, eight total. Yeah, so I'm going to slow motion run towards my guy. Just... <laughs> I'm going to leave Goblin Jr. out of combat uh, when we have a full party. Um largely because it's absurd for the DM to also be running a wolf character well. <laughs> so basically what I'm going to say is you can use... Um, we're going to use him like a, a limited use power. So... You can use Goblin Jr. to gain advantage um, or to try and give something disadvantage. It'll work for one round, uh, and then uh, every round roll a d6. On a five or six, he recharges. Great. Yep. That works for me. So he'll go to give me advantage this round. And occasionally I'll storybook him, but generally speaking, that's how we'll we'll use him. That's easy. I'm sold. And he's a team mascot. Yeah, he's just got such great energy. (laughs) Since both the creatures are slumped on the ground, uh, I'm going to give you a surprise round. So, Quinny, you're up first. I guess it's a surprise attack. I'll run right up on that motherfucker and stab him in the neck with my short sword. And you're going for the guy on the counter? On the the counter. Like, I clamber up onto the counter, and I'm standing over him and drive the sword down. So, uh, roll your deck, please. Total of uh, 20. 20 will hit. Yep. Okay. Uh, 11 damage. So, Quinny, you run in. you, uh, You just, like, leap up. Stab him as soon as you step in. You can see the the two zombies start to shuffle and move and right. start to arouse themselves. Mm. When you hit it, though, there's a giant puff of ash that comes off this mm. this creature. It's clearly been sitting uh, dormant for quite some time. So uh, roll me a Constitution save, please. Twenty. Twenty. Great. Nice. So um, you know the uh, the ash. It's you know it's in your eyes. You're, mm. you're trying to breathe it in, but uh, you quickly you know 
throw up your glowing cloak and uh, manage <laughs> kind of to disperse, um, it, I disperse guess? it a bit. Okay. You but, asshole butthole. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it's I tried him. to dispel it. This is not me. <laughs> Great. Um, it's a curse from the goddess. I have no control over this. Alan, you're up next. Queenie backed off, right? You're not, you're not like, you don't have like knife and throat. Well, like he that. stabbed it, so he's, he's standing next to it. Yeah, I'm oh, standing, standing, up, next I'm to standing it? over it, yeah. Okay, I really don't want to electrocute you, no, so... No, hit him. When he's like, yeah, like, I'm crazy, yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw a witch bolt at the guy slipped over the counter. So that's 18 for the attack. That'll hit. And damage. 12. So. I always believed in you, Alan. <laughs> So that uh, that first uh, zombie just uh, it starts to, to shuffle up and uh, something gets stabbed and electrocuted and just bursts into a uh, electrified puddle of sadness. Uh, <laughs> so it is cool. it is well and truly dead. Nice, good job, <laughs> Jacob. So you're obviously so, going to go after floor guy. I'm going to go after floor guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he veers a hard right as a zombie just, explodes. He yeah. just runs into the ashes. Shit. <laughs> and I'm just going to try and bash its brains Great. in with Do my it club. Up. Fourteen. Uh, yep, that'll hit. hit. Yeah. <laughs> Six. As you strike Fun. it with your club, yeah. puff of smoke. Seventeen. You run up, you, you bash it with your magic club. You've been dealing with these things for a while, so yeah. just as you swing, you take a deep breath in, close your eyes, club it in the head, cool. and uh, you're, you're immune to the effects. Sweet. Great. Butthole. All right, I'm coming in. I'm swinging double-handed on the Warhammer. I got Goblin Jr. with me. It's... <laughs> You guys sure do hate inert zombies. <laughs> oh, so much. 15 total. That'll hit. Nice. Eight damage. Eight damage. Great. Okay, top of the round. Um, Quinny, you're standing up on the counter, and um, from the storeroom, you start to hear scraping noises. I'm going to uh, uh, kind of press myself up against uh, the wall right by the doorway and ready in action with my short sword drawn. It's handy you do that, uh, because as you do, you see... Uh, one ash zombie starts to shuffle through the uh, through the door. Okay, it's uh, sort of clad in like a the, the sort of a wrecked, burnt apron, and uh, you can see one one hand still clutches a uh, a vial. Clutches a vial. The, okay. the vial's empty, but it's like oh, okay. I'm gonna jump up and try and poke it in the brains. All right. <laughs> uh, do I have advantage? You do. The From, zombie oh, is perfect. surprised. Great. Total of seventeen. Great. You managed to strike it soundly in the side of its big stupid head. And that's seven damage. Uh, roll me a con save, please. Yeah. Ooh, not as good. Eight total. You uh, you strike it mightily, but uh, in your in your excitement, you uh, you grin and breathe deeply. You now uh, you find yourself choking and, and coughing as the this sort of horrible ash coats your throat. Okay. Uh, and as a result, you now have uh, disadvantage on attack throws, saving throws, and ability checks for one minute. Okay. Uh, you can keep. Saving, though, on your turn to see if you can uh, sort of blink it out of your eyes and cough it out. Uh, you can still hear another thing shuffling behind the one in the door. Alan, uh, you've just seen a new zombie enter the room. Uh, your dear friend, uh, Quinny, has just stabbed it in the face. What do you do? I'm, I'm going to throw an acid splash on the on the yes. zombie. Do it. Right. If Goblin Jr. Uh, is our mascot, Acid Splash is our <laughs> like mascot spell. So Acid Splash is a save for the zombies, isn't it? Yes, it is. Get the sense that uh, zombies really aren't too good at dodging things, uh, nice. so you you acid splash the fuck out of them. Cool, and two damage. Acid damage. <laughs> the ash-covered burnt zombie begins to sizzle yet again. It's experiencing a whole different kind of burning pain. <laughs> what a great day to be a zombie. Uh, okay, the one on the uh, the floor has shuffled to its feet, and uh, it uh, swings a mighty fist at Jacob. Uh, you are smacked straight in the face and take uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. Mm -hmm. It tries to zombie moan at you, but its mouth and throat are so full of ash that's more like <coughs> you're busy fighting a zombie. You're not uh, not too cognizant of uh, of anything, um, but the rest of you can kind of hear a skittering skittering noise start to come up the uh, the walls outside. It's kind of a Jacob. Uh, it is your turn. You've just been punched in the face by a zombie. Uh, I'm going to try and get this thing off its feet again. Uh, so I'm going to cast Thorn Whip uh, nice. and try and ensnare its feet and mm. trip it up. Awesome. Let's see. Nine total. That will actually hit. Zombies oh, nice. have a disturbingly low AC because of their zombiness. Six. And Six. I uh, trip it up. We're going to say it's restrained. It's sort of hanging from the hanging nice. from the rafters, covered in thorns. Now that it's upside down, it's still like flailing horribly and trying to 
snarl and grab at oh, you. Oh, man, but, we could uh, just bash it like a pinata now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why the, you and I are just like having a fun birthday yeah. party. Like, I don't know whose it is, but I want to know what comes out. Ash. <laughs> ash comes out. It's deadly, maybe, deadly ash. <laughs> but I'm really hoping for candy. Like, just, just on the off chance. Butthole. You're up. Awesome. I'm just going to like baseball bat swing two-handed right at his fucking face. Pinata. Hang in there. Moonhammer, let it be candy. Uh, and I <laughs> swing. 12 total. Uh, uh, that'll hit. Great. Yeah. Well, he's prone right now, basically, right? Yeah. Well, he's restrained, so you get advantage, but also his AC is super low, so that would be fine. Five damage total. Five damage. All right. That, that zombie's looking pretty fucked up, but uh, it's just hanging on. Holy shit, they have a lot of help, eh? Yeah, no through it. I look well, over at Yakov and I'm just like, exploded immediately. <laughs> I'm like, these guys just take a beat. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they have actual challenge level HP or something, <laughs> rather than all these like fucking flimsy ass goblins. This is why I don't live in town. <laughs> we we gotta get like a gang of goblins in here to take out the zombies and take over, and this would be so much easier. <laughs> goblin based villains this are where it's at. We're gonna end up missing goblins. Great. Uh, oh, remember so the goblin days? You smack at the zombies, barely hanging on uh, as it swings upside down. Down. The skittering becomes louder, and uh, suddenly, sort of leaping through the window, uh, come four twig blights. They're little twiggy creatures. They look adorable, but they're also not pleasant. Got it. You can see they're kind of like looking around, trying to see what's what's up. Uh, but they're in the room with you now. Back to the top of the round, Quinny. You are standing next to a zombie that you just stabbed. And you can hear more shuffling behind it. All right. I better put some distance between me and this guy if I hear more shuffling behind it. Uh, and there are twig monsters on the ground. So I'll use my bonus action to disengage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll use my movement to get back up on top of the bar. And then I'll fire off a uh, short bow at our uh, zombie coming through the doorway. Great. And I guess I don't have advantage anymore. So that's just... Oh, and I have disadvantage, actually, for attack. Yes, because you're, you're okay. full of sadness. Uh, so that's that's super good. Total of seven to hit. Seven. Unfortunately, you do not manage to strike the zombie. No, uh, but you can roll a save to see if you shake off the effects. Cool. What's what's the uh, what's the save that I'm rolling for? Uh, Ten. Oh, okay. So I, I did it. Rolled a twelve. Great. So you managed to uh, to hack out. A, you know, you hork out some some ash, and you're uh, oh, you're, you're, yeah, you're, right. you're good to go. <laughs> cool. Great. That brings us to the guy who is uh, next to you. Um, he sees you kind of skitter off. Uh, looks into the room. Sees two guys swinging uh, swinging hammers. Uh, he's going to go at butthole. Bring it on. <laughs> and it, uh, he swings his fist down at the back of your head. And he will strike you soundly for uh, five points of damage. I'm visibly grumpier. <laughs> <laughs> From behind him, uh, another ash zombie kind of like lurches into the door frame, dragging its leg. Alan, you're up. You're still in the doorway. Um, you can hear some skittering behind you. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to turn around and, and see what the hell is up. So we got four of them coming in, right? You have four that have just jumped in through the window. Through the window? Okay. Uh, inside the building, uh, but you're hearing skittering behind you as well. And as you turn, you see that there are four more twig blights coming up behind you, sort of like coming out of the... Out of the street? Out of the street in the greenery. Holy shit. Okay. Seems uh, all the sound and ruckus have attracted their attention. How big are they? How They're very small. They're, uh, they? they're, I don't know, let's say six inches, five, six inches tall. Oh, okay. Because they're skittering, they like, think of their legs as like really sharpened, pointy... Uh, sort of almost needle-like uh, branch things. All right, I'm seeing these uh, ash zombies as a as a bigger threat right now. We got this one who's I feel like almost dead. You've got the, the one, the that one that's hanging upside attacking. down by his foot's pretty fucked up, and yeah. uh, you've got the one that um, Quinny has been fighting that just punched uh, butthole. Looks looks you know hurt, but not. Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna do um, acid splash. Great. Is that the zombie? That's cool. uh, yeah. Which which one? The one uh, that's the, hanging upside down, or the one that's no. um, attacking butthole? The one that's been attacking butthole. Great. So I'll roll it. Save. Surprise! The slow moving zombie fails to dodge <laughs> the hit. So roll your oh, damage. One damage. So uh, it begins to to fizzle and spit as it uh, so it's covered in a, a just a, a gentle sheen of acid. That will bring us to the zombie that's hanging upside down. Uh, it is restrained, uh, so it's attacking with disadvantage. Uh, tries to punch uh, our good friend Jakob, and it misses. Uh, it snarls, perhaps its last snarl, <laughs> as we come to uh, the blights that came in through the window. So uh, there's four blights. Two of them rush the halfling. Cool. And they each attempt to uh, sink their claws into you. Uh, both of them fail. I was going to say, don't worry, Quinny, you've got the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, two of them will rush Alan. Ooh. One will hit. Okay. Uh, and they will do uh, three damage to you. All righty. Which brings us to Jakob. 
So is there still a zombie at the door of the yes. storeroom? So there's a zombie at the door That's of the storeroom. Too, there's a zombie right yeah. behind me who punched me in the head, and there's the zombie who's strung up. Okay, well, this is quickly getting out of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to... They've told me what they're looking for, right? Yeah, uh, we're in the southeast corner. Me. It's hidden inside something, and it's an emerald necklace. Okay, I'm going to just start trying to find that, because... Unless we just burn the entire store down, I don't think we're going to fight. Like, I don't think we're going to beat all these things. Right. Uh, so I uh, rush towards the the uh, storeroom and try and take that one out. Great. So you're rushing the uh, storeroom zombie? Yeah. Okay. So you rush up to it and swing, swing away. 19 total. That'll hit. Uh, eight. Eight total. Great. And if you could please roll me a constitution save. Yep. 21. Total. You you eat ash zombies for breakfast. <laughs> this is no new new adventure to you. Uh, great. So you strike it soundly. Butthole, you're up. Awesome. I actually want to step. I want to like bring my shield up, and I want to step over into the corner right beside the door where where Alan is. Okay. So you're gonna use your action to disengage. Uh, if you disengage, you won't provoke uh, because you're basically using your attack ah, fuck action. It. No, just, what like, I'm gonna do is off. I'm gonna hit the dude who's hanging. Like I just want to finish this motherfucker right off, and then I'll finish spin him. Him. Like I'll finish him two handed, and then I'll spin with the shield up to deal with other zombie behind me. All right, let it. him up. Yep, that'll so, do. Great, two handed. Whole three damage. God, oh, fuck myself. <laughs> you are very lucky because he had two HP. That's, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you hear a, a satisfying crunch as uh, what was left of his ashy bone cage or bone cage rib cage uh, implodes, and uh, as the vine whip drops him, the uh, sort of shattered heap falls to the ground in front of you. Nice. Any so, candy? Um, not that you'd want to eat. So candy, candy though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still happy. Yeah. I yell this. This is my new candy. Uh, and then I I will like step forward over his body and spin around with my shield up to the Warhammer one hand. So I got my back to a wall now yep. and I'm facing off against the zombie who's coming at me. Awesome. Alan, you're beset by several twig blights that uh, attack you with their little tiny needly arms. Okay. Damn, uh, your AC oh, shits. 11. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Alan, uh, three of them managed to dig their little Jesus. tiny needle-like appendages into your legs. Okay. Uh, and you're going to take nine points of damage. Fucking hell. Yep. Very, very pointy. Uh, Quinny. I see what Jakob is up to and thinking like, sooner we get our things, sooner we get out of here. But Alan is surrounded mm-hmm. by these little fucking wooden munchkin creatures. <laughs> so I'm going to use my bonus to disengage from the guys that are around me. Mm-hmm. The the two... Uh, no, the two blights? Yeah, the two blights. And I'm going to uh, see if I can get behind one of the ones that are facing her for some advantage. Yep, for sure. Cool, and I'm going to go short sword. Okay, do it up. Total 20. 20, great. You managed to strike it. Perfect. 11. Awesome, awesome. six-sided dice. It is It is a twig. You just you snapped that motherfucker right in half. Cool. So there is the zombie that is currently attacking butthole. Yep. Uh, it's going to swing a fist at your face. Uh, it misses. Uh, you glance it off your shield. Yeah, I'm awesome. Like, it's real nice having a shield again. <laughs> the one that has appeared in the doorway is directly in front of Jakob. It's going to attempt to punch him. It will fail as well. Nice. Uh, I look at both of the zombies and I yell, you smell like my name. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you're up. You are surrounded by sadness. And one halfling. Uh, yes. So currently you have four four blights attacking you that are still outside. Okay. Uh, one that's directly in front of you and uh, your buddy Quinny sitting with you. I'm going to throw magic missiles. Uh, nice. Um, the th- three of the four that are like coming in from outside. Okay, awesome. I imagine I could hit them all. And I think with magic missile, they just oh, they, they just, just hit hit. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Oh, nice. So roll uh, roll your damage, please. Okay, we got three, four, and five. Three, four, and five. Yeah. All right, that's three dead blights. Oh wow, nice. they are super weak. Okay, cool. So remaining, there's zombie butthole, zombie Jacob. And four blights. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Uh, which brings us to the blights in the room. Uh, so two of them attacking Quinny. Uh, one will hit for three points of damage. Okay. And the one remaining that is attacking Alan. So it will hit you uh, for two points. Okay. <laughs> uh, bringing uh, us to Jakob. Uh, there's a swinging zombie in front of you who's missing horribly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and do my uh, vine trick again. Great. Uh, and just pull him out of the doorway so mm-hmm. I can get past and keep on going. Sounds good. How much health do you have, Alan? I have one. Okay. 18. Awesome. Yep. You grab him and pull him. Four damage. And then for my move, I just go the fuck through the storeroom door. Awesome. So uh, you rush into the storeroom, um, and you can see there's sort of a number of shelves. But based on the description they've given you, there's clearly like a box kind of tucked under the bottom of one of the shelves that looks like it was 
nice and secret away. So you're able to get over that, no problem. Okay. Uh, I I guess I open the box. Sure. And yep. And inside there's the emerald necklace. Okay. Uh, butthole. Awesome. I got my shield up, so I'm dodging the zombie in front of me. Uh, and then I yell, by the power of Moonhammer! And I fart uh, a rainbow out, uh, and it soars past my Warhammer uh, and soars right at Alan. Uh, and a symbol of Moonhammer glows on, on her forehead, uh, and she's healed for 10 health points. Woohoo! Nice. Thanks, buddy! Butty. Boo! <laughs> Boo, Tyler! Uh, so the blight Boo. outside is going to attempt to attack you again, Alan. It's the last one remaining okay. out there. Uh, it will hit you uh, for four points of damage. Your body's very confused because yeah. it is both like the wounds are like healing up and then <laughs> someone else stabs it and then another one heals up and then stabs it again. Uh, which brings to the top of the round with Quinny. Yeah, let's clear the entrance so we can exfiltrate like as quickly as possible. So Great. I'll just go for the next one that... Uh, the one right next to you. Yeah, yeah. Great. 17, 17 hit. That'll hit. And that's six total. Damage. Six, great. You slice it in half. Okay. That brings us to the zombie in the door. It is uh, restrained, hung upside down. So it's uh, and it's out of range of you, so it'll just kind of flail around and try and break free. It critically fails to break free. Nice. It, it actually entangles itself worse. It, they get tighter and <laughs> cut into it, right? For yeah. like yeah. 20 damage. Fuck it. Give me, uh, give me a d6 damage. Both of its nice. legs fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was dragging a leg, so as it as it rips around, one of its uh, one of its legs just gets uh, gets torn off and hangs limply in the air. Uh, it is it is very damaged. Nice, Alan, you're up. All right, and uh, I see I oh, got one blight behind, uh, kind of outside. Yep, that's just correct. One blocking your entrance, and um, I'm just like, all right, enough. No more magic. Just I'm just so so pissed off and and physically and emotionally confused. I just take my quarter staff in both hands and just go try to bludgeon it. Twelve. So you managed to hit. Okay, and seven damage. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, <laughs> bludgeon you, you, it just, to death. you fuck that stick awesome. right up. Okay, that brings us to Jakob. I'm just trying to get the fuck out of there, man. Awesome. Uh, I think it's safe to say you can run past the legless zombie that's tied up in garbage. Uh, so uh, and I yell, "You got the necklace, right?" <laughs> yeah. As I no, I uh, as I run in, I just scream, "I got it! I got it! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go!" <laughs> okay, awesome. So um, yeah, I'd say with your movement, you can make it to the door if you'd like. Uh, butthole. He, we got the legless zombie in the back. We got the other two in the room. I'm with my dickhead. Uh, there's nobody else. I'm the furthest in the room right now, right? Everybody yeah. else Everyone is at the door. Everyone's at the door. All right, I'm gonna disengage. And then I'm going to move to put myself between the two zombies left in the room and everybody else who's on their way out the door. So I'm turning back. I got the shield and the warhammer and Goblin Jr. growling with me and we're doing like a rear guard thing. Nice. Great. Okay. Cool. So you um, you successfully managed to uh, to sort of back that up. The zombies are slow, particularly the one without a leg. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you managed to, uh, to clear back out. Uh, you see some like twig blights kind of like lurking at the sides, but they kind of look like, yeah, there's four people. Like we don't, we don't want to deal with that. Uh, so yes, you successfully clear out with the necklace, uh, and you are you are free and clear. So as you uh, you manage to, to rush back and uh, take a, a brief uh, brief breather and a minute to pause, uh, you feel like you've learned a lot. You know, you've uh, this was the the first real sort of ambush that uh, that didn't swing in your favor, and uh, you all feel a, a little better for it. So uh, give yourselves each seventy five XP, and welcome to level three. Nice. Level three plus one. If your butthole. Yeah, that extra <laughs> XP is adding up. So luckily we all prep these sheets in advance so we can just keep going. Yay. All right. Um, and I was pretty much at level you three You were at level already, three right? already, yeah. Does that mean all our health points go back to full because we're the no. new level? Or how does that work? We just add in the difference? Yes. Okay. You step out into the uh, back into the, the square and you can uh, see up in the distance the sort of smoke rising from the, the, the dragon's tower and uh, out of the chimney... You're the, the flapping of wings, and uh, out of the ruined roof, the dragon appears and snarls, fools. And I look up at the dragon and go, can you give us a minute to find the blacksmith? <laughs> Fuck your blacksmith. I don't know him. I just want his stuff. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? Fine. Like, let's just do this. All right. Roll initiative. 21 total. 12 total. Four total. Uh, 10 total. The dragon appears uh, above the tower. Uh, it's still a bit of a distance away from you. Um, you are kind of here-ish, but the mm -hmm. dragon's kind of flying uh, up around that area. Okay. So we're still down sort of in and around shops and cottages and things like that. Yeah, you're around shops and, and cottages. a bit of a path leading up to the keep. 
Um, yeah, there's a okay. so it's up on a hill. This area here is kind of like a like a small town square. Um, right. You know, it's uh, a bit bit wide open. There's various cover. There's like a fountain in the middle of it. Okay. I'm gonna look over at Jacob and say, if we go into that square, are we gonna have to deal with this twig crap and zombies? Because otherwise, we should just fight this somewhere where these monsters are not going to constantly ambush us. The square is probably the best. The zombies tend to stay indoors, so if we're not going into a building, we're not gonna have to deal with the zombies. Most likely, the twigs are gonna be able to follow us wherever we go. So they don't like all fire. right, yeah. Square it is. Let's fuck them up. All right. So we'll advance into the square and get into, like, battle position. The market square uh, is uh, features a large stone fountain that's been uh, dry and has a, a thin sheen of ash over it for quite some time. Uh, around it are four heavy stone benches. Uh, it seems like people could have sat there and enjoyed the, uh, the sights. Uh, in the sort of northeast corner, there are some uh, old, broken-down, burnt-up market stalls um, that still have some structure to them, so look like they, they could be used for cover if need be. Um, surrounding it are a number of uh, large kind of broken down buildings. Uh, from what you can see, um, a lot of these are fairly open to the elements, so you don't see um, ash zombies in any of them from your, your cursory look. Uh, but they are around. To the south, uh, there are more uh, broken market stalls. Nice. I look over my shoulder at Alan and I go, you want to hide in a stall? And then Jakob and I can stay central and let them focus on us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm basically going to give you guys a couple seconds to quickly come up with a plan. The dragon is obviously at distance, so it's it's spotted you. It's it's calling you out, but it hasn't swooped in yet. I was going to try and thunder wave it uh, out of the sky. Because right. if I can paralyze it, then it'll drop. I'm nice. Sorry. I feel extra strong uh, in my moon hammerness uh, <laughs> with this upgrade. So I've got uh, some cool spells that'll let me do some extra damage as though I was more than one person. Nice. So well, my we, thing is, if, get I can, yeah, if I can get on the ground, then I can wild form and just... Spider bite the shit. Okay, out of so them. I'm thinking I'm like yelling to the group real fast as it's like swooping in. I'm like, you just keep sneak attack. Turn this thing into a pincushion. Pop yeah. out, shoot it, pop down, just yeah. keep going back and forth. Alan, it witch bolt, or if you get something nastier, go with that. We're gonna go in close and just hit it with stuff. Goblin Jr., please don't die. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics, Harvard University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that what? you- What? You know what, if you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know, is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut my hand, and you're all gonna feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of Thought in Interran Literature. An audio drama. Produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.